Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Hi everybody, this is Tim Johnson and we have Stacy Borjo here with us today. Good morning everyone. And we talk about community and how you can get involved with community and that's really everything that we're about um, and all the different ways that you can volunteer and just put in your, I don't know, two cents worth, your five dollars worth, your time and effort and treasure to make all of the Peoria area and our world better that's and that's right. really in a nutshell, what we do. Um, today, we've added new technology. You can actually scratch your screen and smell it. And okay, no, it's not that's April not Fool's it. It's not Day, Tim. Uh, we're talking <laughs> with Laura Sniff of Blue Ridge Community Farms. Uh, tell us about oh. what you are and what you do. Okay, well, thanks for having me. It's oh, sure. a pleasure to be honored to be here and let you know about what we do in the farm. Um, Blue Ridge Community Farm is a nonprofit working farm for special needs adults and children, and um, we're located just outside of Chillicothe um, in the country. Awesome. So, yeah. Wow. So, what do you do? What do you do with? Um, what, you do. Yeah. what we do. Um, well, currently um, we provide field trips uh, for special education classes. We start up actually next Tuesday. Our season starts um, in May, so we're so excited that spring is here finally. Mm -hmm. um, start in May, we go to about mid-November, and um, we have probably over a thousand kids that come through. That's including um, children and adults. Um, so we have uh, field trips, and then we also do social events for adults with special needs. And um, in the future, our long-term vision is to provide employment for adults um, with special needs in a rural environment, because there's not that opportunity in our, our area. That's wow. so cool. So what kind of animals do you have out there? We have, and I didn't bring any of them with me. But, <laughs> That's too um, bad. <laughs> right? You might not say that when you hear it. Um, we, have, we have 10 alpacas, um, cool. which are the smaller version of a llama. Um, we kind of call them the nicer cousin. And um, we have four donkeys, um, a horse, eight chickens, and three golden retrievers, two puppies that were born last year and an old um, farm dog, Maggie, who's about 12 now. She keeps them in line. But um, the alpacas, and we've had a couple of babies born on the farm when we got the alpacas. We um, got six of them, and five of them were pregnant. And that's a whole nother story in wow. itself. <laughs> um, but uh, the reason that we have the alpacas is um, we want to teach adults in the future how to make products from their fiber. Um, so there's a reason for them. We also, they also interact with all the visitors that come to the farm. Um, the donkeys are super gentle. We've had um, Pancake and Janie are the mom and dad, and we've had two babies born on the farm, Gus and um, Jesse. 
And then um, the horse, her name's Sugar, and she interacts with everybody, super gentle horse. Um, the chickens, uh, kids and adults pick them up, and they're very friendly too. They're um, all females, and they lay eggs, so we get eggs every day from them. And then our dogs, yeah. Wow. So who gets to name all these animals? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them... Um, came to us already named, and then some of them our kids, you know, will name. Um, some visitors to the farm um, have named. The chickens, um, funny story, we had a, a young lady with Down syndrome, she's a, a young adult, came, her first visit to the farm, she went out and uh, was walking by the chickens, and she said, mm, I love chickens. And I said, oh, you know, I'm sure they like you too, and she said, no, I, I really like to eat chickens. <laughs> and she went to every chicken, and she named each of them after a sauce. So one was barbecue, and one was honey mustard, and one was, you know, um, they didn't, the names didn't all stick. Um, but, yeah, so sometimes the names change, and mm -hmm. sometimes they don't. But that was, that was a fun day. Yeah, yeah. so fun. Yeah. So disabilities means a lot of different things. So right. what kind of disabilities generally do you work with? Do we work with all, all um, disabilities? We have um, people that visit on the autism spectrum from um, uh, those with severe autism to those with mild autism. Um, we have um, kids that come with fragile X um, and adults, Down syndrome, um, Angelman syndrome, um, a whole wide variety. We had, uh, we have, we also have uh, children and adults that come in wheelchairs, cerebral palsy, and different um, physical impairments. Um, last year, we had a school that came, and I think it took about five full-size school buses for them to come. They had 14 children in wheelchairs, mm -hmm. and um, so we're completely accessible, which is great. That's excellent. Yeah, and we we can actually wheel. Um, children and adults right into our animal pastures. Um, we had one young lady, kind of a neat story, her mom called me and said, you know, can I bring my daughter up when nobody else is there? And I mm -hmm. said, sure, that would be fine. And I didn't really know that much, you know, about the family, but they pulled up and she came out and she was in a wheelchair, a young adult, and uh, came to find out that she could only move her eyes um, that was the only thing on her body that she could move. Um, extremely intelligent young woman. And she came with her mom and her nurse and a, an aide from school. And they said if she likes something, she blinks a lot. Um, if she doesn't like it, she'll close her eyes. And they could really tell, I mean, she could communicate just with her eyes. It was amazing. And I said, well, can we go out into the alpaca pasture? And she said, yeah, you know, that would be great. And so we wheeled her out to the alpaca pasture. And um, her nurse held a carrot in her hand. And one of our alpacas came up and took the carrot out of her hand. And she was just blinking, 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 blinking. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just, it was the the coolest experience. And we, and we are so um, blessed and humbled and honored because we get to see things like that mm -hmm. almost on every visit um, when children and adults interact with the animals it's amazing it's amazing the um, effect that animals have on people mm -hmm. um, just our last field one of our last field trips in November we had a young lady with Down syndrome and the teacher said 
you know, I don't know if she'll want to interact with any animals. She's not a big animal person, you know. By the end of the day, she was going up to, just a little thing about this big, going up to the donkeys, grabbing their faces and going, you know, like that, <laughs> laying on our dogs, walking into the alpaca pasture with a carrot, a, you know, up to these large animals mm -hmm. with no fear. And the teacher was just amazed. Um, so it's, it's, it's really neat because we see that all the time. You're talking about the... Uh profit and non-for-profit is yes. seeing that those things happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. So there's got to be a great story behind why this started. Well, it's, um, I'll try and make it a little shorter, but um, so my husband and I, Jim, um, we have two children. Um, Allison, our daughter, is uh, eight, she'll be 18 soon. She's graduating from high school and going to school. And um, She's uh, just wonderful young lady. And then our son Jimmy is awesome. He's 19 and um, he has significant autism, um, cognitive impairment. And when he was born, um, we didn't really know anything was wrong until he was about a year old. And um, the doctor thought he had cerebral palsy. It wasn't that. Um, we were new parents. Um, it was very devastating not knowing what was going mm -hmm. on with him. He was very delayed and um, ended up not having the autism diagnosis till later in life, but um, we knew that he was cognitively impaired um, quite significantly. So we got involved in Easter Seals and all of that early on, thank God for them. Um, then we also got into early childhood and about the same time, so he was born in 99, um, in 2001, we found the farm and bought it and um, we had lived in in Dunlap my f uh, husband grew up on a farm I'm from always have lived in the city so this is all a <laughs> new experience for me um, but uh, Jim al always wanted to get back to farm life his dad farmed for about 50 years and um, so when we bought the farm our intention was just to have it to retire on and to live and um, raise a family. We, at the time, were still living in Dunlap and weren't, weren't moved up to Chillicothe. Um, Jimmy started early childhood at the age of three, and his teacher uh, was familiar with farms, and I think she grew up on a farm too. And anyway, she said, hey, do you think we could bring our class to your farm for a field trip? And we said, yeah, that would be a great idea. So they came up as our first field trip, um, we had a tractor up there. We didn't live up there, so we met him up there. Had a tractor. Um, Jim would put the kids on his lap with a, because they were all little ones, um, ages three to five. Put him on the lap, on his lap with a hat, you know, and um, big smiles. They just loved it. We had pumpkins that we handed out. We went on a hay rack ride. And all the parents said, this is like the best field trip we've ever been on. And we kind of looked at each other like, we I mean, didn't hardly do anything. Well, then they kept coming back every year. So we kept doing the field trips that, that started when he was three. Then about, um, he was about, oh, I think, eight years old. And we were going, he was having seizures and some medical issues, um, issues with special education and all of that. And I found myself in Walmart one day by myself with no kids. And... Um, 
I thought, I'm going to grab a magazine where I, that's not related to special needs and not related to medical stuff, and I just want to read it and in my car for five minutes, just by myself. So I grabbed a People magazine, went to the car, opened it up, and here's this picture of this mom and dad um, with a little girl with Down syndrome poke, poking out around behind them. And I start reading about it, and it's about this couple down in Texas that started this ranch called Down Home Ranch for people with special needs because of their daughter and how they were realizing there weren't a lot of services for her when she became mm -hmm. an adult. Then at the same time, my mom had been telling me about a um, place up in northwest Indiana where I'm from called the Share Foundation that was started by a priest, and he had people living there that um, had special needs that were working and living and um, contributing and just um, sounded amazing. So long story short, Jim and I decided to go visit these two places, and we volunteered and we spent time with them. And then it was just, you know, like God kept throwing these things in our... See, this is a long answer, yeah, long, no, long no, answer no, to your right. question. Um, kept throwing these things in our path saying, this is what you need to do with this farm. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we started thinking about, you know, how can we use this farm? How can we develop this to not only help our son, but to help all these amazing people that we're meeting mm -hmm. through him. Um, and then as he, as we started thinking about, you know, what's going to happen in the future with him, my plan was always, I'm just going to outlive him by one day. That, you know, that's all I need to do is just outlive yeah. him by one day. Um, but of course, that's not realistic. And so um, that's when we decided that, yes, you know, we need to make this uh, a place not only for our son who loves anything about the country, he loves dirt, he loves John Deere, he loves, you know, planting, all of that. But there's got to be other people out there, too, mm -hmm. that want to work in a rural environment. Um, Jimmy would have a really tough time working in fast food or working in a sheltered workshop. He needs to be outside doing things. And so um, that is how the farm has kind of evolved. We have a long way to go. Um, we're not employing people yet, but that's our, our ultimate goal is to provide employment and then um, hopefully housing someday too. Um, we'd like to have a gift shop where people can make things mm -hmm. and then sell it and you know have that pride of um, seeing what they made being sold. Um, so there's a, a big grand vision. The field trips are really important because what they do now is they expose um, people early on to what farm life is like. Um, you know, we've already had people coming back saying, you know, someday I want to work with your chickens. Or I would really like to, can I mow? You know, things like that. Sure. that um, it kind of gives them exposure to those things. So um, long story short, it's no longer a uh, retirement. <laughs> In fact, I don't know if we'll ever retire, but um, uh, that's kind of how it all came to be. But um, it's definitely a God-driven project. And, um, you know, something that, that we hope will be here years after we're gone and still helping people and, um, you know, giving them opportunities because it's very, our state is like 47th in the country as far as helping 
um, and providing opportunities for people with special needs, mm -hmm. which is really sad. Um, there's like over 20,000 people just in Illinois on a waiting list for services, for funding for services. So, um, you know, we want the farm to be self-sustaining. We want to use the land. We have 245 acres, so we want to use the land to um, be productive and, and bring that money back into the nonprofit. Um, we don't want to take money from the government so that they come in and say, we're cutting this and we're cutting that. Um, so, yeah, that's... Wow. A long answer no, to it's a great answer. <laughs> one question. It, it's story. again seeing a need and stepping up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of parents in our on our area. We've met amazing people. There's there's a group that comes to our farm um, called Pup. It's people with mm -hmm. unlimited mm -hmm. potential, yeah. and they come on Mondays. Um, a group of young adults and uh, just wonderful. And the parents, you know, they they form this group to help their children because there's. Once high school stops, um, it's like this abyss, and I mean everything falls off. And um, you know they need they need jobs, they need social opportunities, um, and people with special needs are amazing workers. They're loyal, they're hardworking. Um, you know, I just I wish more employers could see that. And so that's another thing with our farm. Um, we call it Blue Ridge Community Farm. It's on Blue Ridge Road in Chillicothe, and Jimmy used to always call it Blue Ridge Farm, so we had to keep that name. But we put the community in there because we're hoping that community members will come and work alongside with people with special needs and mm -hmm. see how awesome they are and how, and form friendships and, mm -hmm. you know, realize that they can just do everything that we can do. Sometimes they just need a little extra time, a little extra help, but they can, they can do it. So. so what's your biggest need right now? Um, we need um, funds for long-term projects. Um, any donations are greatly accept accepted. Um, we try and our family's been self-funding a lot of things um, because we like, we're trying to save as much as we can for when we do employ people. Um, we need help with uh, projects on the farm. We have uh, two, two and a half miles of trails that need to be up, you know, upkeep. Mm -hmm. um, we have five primitive campsites, which is great because then when we have church groups come mm -hmm. and um, we've had Girl Scouts come and Boy Scouts come, they can get service hours and then go and like camp or picnic awesome. or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, we have opportunities for like Eagle Scout projects. Um, we've had three so far at the farm. We had an Eagle Scout uh, build picnic tables, which was huge help. Awesome. Uh, we had another one build benches on our trails so people could stop and take a break and just enjoy the scene. It's real rolly out there. It's not a flat farm. Right. There's a lot of hills and it's very pretty. Um, we had another one make steps up to a bench and then also make a accessible ramp for our hay rack um, trailer, which mm -hmm. was great. Um, so we always need, we need um, people that are good at construction and um, I mean, there's, there's lots of, lots of, things lots that of volunteer. Can do. I need help on field trips too. When, when we have groups come, um, we have a yearly square dance. We have almost 200, people with special needs come to the square dance oh, that's, that's in awesome. our barnyard. It's in the fall. <laughs> you guys have to come. Fun. Oh my gosh, it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, 
we've done that. This will be our third year. Pup is actually who started that and um, still, you know, keeps it going. But yeah, we're close to about 200 people that come out for that. And then um, we'll have some movie nights this this summer. Um, we were very blessed to um, R.K. Dixon. We won this contest with them, mm -hmm. Make My Nonprofit Run Better. Yeah. And we got a projector from them so we can show movies out on the barn, which is really cool. Very cool. Um, new copier and a printer and all that. But um, yeah, so we, lots of volunteer opportunities and we'd welcome everybody. You know, How does anyone. someone get a hold of you? They can um, go to our website, which is um, www.blueridgecommunityfarm.org. Okay. Um, our email is off of that. Okay. Um, we're on Facebook. And um, yeah, those are probably about the best. Or they can call our office too, which is, you know, our home. Um, we live there. Awesome. Too, so. Well, yeah. we're out of time already. Oh my gosh, already? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that no, it's fast. great. <laughs> and you were worried. You know? I know. I was worried. That when I you're passionate about what yeah. you do, it's really easy to talk about it. it and it, you can tell that you are. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. I really Thank appreciate you. it. And uh, we're here again with uh, Laura Sniff of Blue Ridge Community farm and uh, really appreciate all you do and if you're looking for something to do some way to help out the community this is a great way it sounds like they have a lot of different opportunities to get involved thank you everybody and thank, thank you. you thank you thanks you. thank you appreciate it purialife.com